Well, you know, I really don't know what to say about episode four of the Allen versus Pharaoh documentary. I mean, like at this point, I mean, it should be clear what we're talking about. It's just sad. It's just sad. It's Dylan's personal story. I mean, that's basically what it is. And just kind of everything that she went through and how she got treated by her dad. And, I mean, basically, it's just really too bad that, you know, it wasn't a single incident. But, I mean, it was one, like, big, I mean, I don't want to use the word climax. It accumulated to where it just got to this apex of, you know, a single incident. I mean, but he was being a weirdo before that. So that, you know, that kind of messes people up. And then he pulls the attic business. <sighs> you know, and it just, um, it's just really like still affecting her. I think because like she just could never, you know, and I don't know what you're supposed to do. I mean, I think a lot of people think, you know, we just won't talk about it anymore. And like, you know, they said he, he never got brought up again and he was never mentioned and then they don't talk about it and everybody just tries to go on except for you got these people struggling. And I think really like the effect of, because I mean, let's just be honest. And look, it's easy for me to say, but let's be honest. Like the actual singular incident of what happened. I mean, I'm not going to say it's not a big deal, but to me, like it shouldn't be like life changing. It's it's your mind, especially because you're so young, like gets trapped on that incident and then to me like that was a bigger problem than like what actually happened because she could never get past it you know and there is something like it fucks with you whenever you get denied you know as she and it's a good way to put it like you get denied your reality because you know what happened and then someone's saying no that didn't happen and you're like bullshit it did you know, and I don't know what, to, and it, again, it's easy for me to say because I'm outside and, and something like this really never happened to me. But it's just like, you know, almost in this world, I mean, you just can't expect fucking justice all the time. Like that, like, and once again, that's easy for me to say, like, because something hasn't ever happened to me where I didn't get justice or to someone I really cared about, like an incident, like, or you see what I mean? Like, so it's easy to say that. But, but I mean, I just, I mean, seriously, like, you might not get justice out of something, but you, I mean, I would like to think you wouldn't let that ruin your life, you know, because she wasn't, like, raped horribly, and, like, it wasn't prolonged and violent and all this, like, other kind of weird stuff, but it sure did mess her up. You know what, I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go, like, real long on this one. Because I watched it, it was a few days ago when I watched it. The other ones when I watched it, I was fresh. I just wasn't in a position where I could... I just really couldn't go another one. Because I watched it, and but then I just, I couldn't like... You know, but it is. It's just the whole story about how it messed up the family. You know, they lost, over a period of time, they lost the Sukiyu... I can't remember that bitch's name because I don't want to. Because first of all, it's a stupid name. I don't remember like foreign names real well. And I really don't give a shit what her fucking name is. So I just call her Suki Yu. So fucking Suki Yu, you know, she's out of the picture. And then eventually comes to pass this Moses guy's out of the picture. And, 
you know, and another thing was weird was like, because they adopted more kids and there was more stuff and no one ever like talked to her about it. And they were like, yeah, she was just kind of a loner and uh, doing her art and drawing and blah, blah, whatever. You know, she published some like young adult book. But that's, I mean, that's sad to me. I don't know. Like they said, the whole dynamic of the house and the family and everything kind of changed. You know, probably like everybody was having fun and everything was innocent. And then that just like slowed everything down. Because everybody's like, what? Like, they're like, Woody's having sex with who now? You know, and you're, you know, all the different ages. I mean, from between like five and 14, you're just like, what now? (laughs) You know, all these different kids from different backgrounds and everything else. (sighs) You know. I mean, what are you supposed to say about it? Like, I just wish that it hadn't affected her quite so much, that Dylan. Because she's a pretty good-looking chick. I mean, you know, she's a good-looking woman, whatever. I think she'd be more good-looking if she had, like, more confidence about herself. You know, she doesn't dress up. You know, she's she's not, like, that type of person. And... uh, and then Mia Farrow's doing her thing. Well, of course, when all this goes down, uh, Mia Farrow gets ostracized. So she's out of the fucking picture. She can't get in the movie business. He keeps on making movies. And all these women fucking go make movies with him. And people in New York should have fucking known better. But, I mean, I can see how, like, you know, especially back in those days, you wouldn't have, maybe not, wouldn't have known all the fucking details about everything. But actresses who are around New York, they should have known better. Because I think you would have known. I think you would have known. I mean, that's just what I'm saying. I don't, you know, I don't... You know, and of course, like, later, like, they're sorry now. You know, we're sorry now. We wish we hadn't done it now. We believe you now, Dylan. Because she kind of, she jumped in on the Me Too movement, saying, what about me? And and rightly so. I mean, I, I'm not say anything about it. I mean, she's just saying, hey, what the fuck? Well, because she writes this big letter, you know, an open letter, and they don't want to publish it. You know, newspapers are such fucking bullshit. They don't want to fucking publish it. They're like, we like it, we believe you, but we can't publish it, you know, for whatever fucking reason, you know, because they're cunts, they're chicken shits. They're bullshit. That's why, I mean, you can say all the other things, you're just bullshit. Like, you're supposed to, like, stand up. Like, you're supposed to be, like, about a sort and, like, like core set of values, but you're not. So then, therefore, if you're not, you're bullshit. And somehow she runs into some fucking journalist who's got some pull, and he works it into, like, one of his articles. Somehow it comes about, it gets published. But not initially, not without a whole bunch of bullshit. And then, of course, he has a big retort. And then the Moses, you know, now, because he, he, he just wants to latch on to the money so he can get a hold of daddy's money, Woody's money, who's not even your real fucking daddy. He just fucking adopted you so it wouldn't look weird that he only wanted to adopt Dylan. That's the only reason you even got brought into this situation. It was all about access to Dylan. But he doesn't see that. Because the Ronan Pharaoh... I guess who's the biological son, which I still think she stepped out on his ass. Like, that is not Woody Allen's fucking kid. He fucking, he says that his dad told him, hey, 
if you fucking back me up on this deal, I'll pay for your college and help you out and all that other bullshit. And he told him to go kick rocks, which that's cool. And then next thing you know, he's fucking like losing his fucking job. He's getting slapped on the hand and denied access and all this bullshit. Because he's got some big publicist, you know, and they got a bunch of pull and who gets let in and, you know, they kind of got into like how that works, like how publicists have so much pull. Because not only is she representing Woody Allen, she's representing a whole bunch of other big stars. So if you fuck with one of the stars, you lose access to all of them and come into their movies and the premieres and the questions and the interviews and the scoops and the stories that she wants to get out in the way she wants them out, this publicist. So somehow he gets slapped down a notch or two, but then he comes back up because he kind of spearheaded some aspects of the Me Too movement. You know, and then Dylan, she's married now and has a daughter and looks just like her and it's good. And her husband, he seems like a good guy. You know, I hope it works out for him. And she's still screwed up. You know, and she got a little bit of vengeance or or, or uh, acknowledgement towards the end from Hollywood. You know, but if you call, I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, if you call being able to go until you're 70 before it kind of catches up with your ass, like he just has to go make movies in Europe now. You know, because they don't give a fuck over there. They don't care. But that tells you a lot about Europeans. Like, they don't give a fuck that he molested a little girl. They don't care about it. They don't want to know about it. They don't, you know, they're more uh, we're, we're more forgiving. Yeah, well, some might call it backing up a goddamn pedophile. Like, you're backing up a goddamn pedophile. I mean, some might say that. I mean, you can say you're more forgiving. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, I was kind of blown away by the first two of and I, and the last episode and the third episode were great, but it's just like, you just kind of run it out of steam because it's just so obvious because they're saying like, you know, and then they're having a whole bunch of backtrack and like, there wasn't a train set up in the attic and then like everything that he, like Woody Harrell, Woody Harrell, here we go. Woody Allen was talking about as far as denying these allegations, I mean, were easily refuted by evidence that was submitted to in court, like by police officers and other people. I mean, you know, like it's not even, or, or testimony initially given by Moses, you know, he's like, he was there the whole time, you know, he's lying his fucking ass off, but he looks like a little Japanese fucking liar, you know, a fucking Asian like one of them motherfuckers, you know, he'd be a good foot soldier, you know, for the government of China. That's what he looks like. You know, he's got those glad. you know, he looks like a real piece of fucking shit. You know, fuck him. Because Mia Farrow doesn't have a whole bunch of fucking money like him. All of a sudden she's, you know, you don't give a fuck about her. And, you know, it's a good play. Like, he'll have a good life. He'll have a whole bunch of money in this life. You know? And who knows? Like, maybe that's all that fucking matters. Like, fuck the rest. I don't know. Maybe I'm the stupid one, you know, thinking that some sort of set of ideals fucking matter. Because it sure does seem like the pieces of fucking shit, they're the ones that shakes out for them a lot. I mean, I'm not saying every time and forever, but it shakes out for them a lot. Everybody wanting justice and shit. Fucking justice? But he had, yeah, it was kind of weird too, like how he had some big machine fucking rolled out and they had the same talking points and doctors and going on. You could tell it was that publicist at work. 
rolling all that shit out. You know, as all this is kind of unfolding after everything calms down, but then, you know, it's still kind of hanging out there and he's got to be able to make these movies and so stuff pops up, you know, and so she's rolling out this whole fucking PR machine for his ass. Which, you know, I don't really feel like I... I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, you're a fucking cold-blooded cunt. I mean, you're a fucking piece of shit. You know, it's not like being a defense attorney where you go... And it's true. everybody's should be afforded a lawyer and a defense in court. Like, I can wrap my fucking head around that. Not everybody's, like, uh, is entitled to a fucking publicist to cover up all my fucking sins and illegalities no matter what. Like, that's not in the fucking code. I mean, that's just, you fucking want money. And you're willing to do the fucking dirty work for this motherfucker. No questions asked. I mean, the only question fucking asked is, how are we going to do this? And how can we cover this up? And how can we make this right and get it right on your side? And it doesn't matter what the truth is. It matters what people believe. You know, that's out of Woody Woody Allen's fucking mouth. Which I like it. You know, it's a good thing to say because you need to fucking acknowledge it. It doesn't matter what's fucking true. It doesn't matter what's real. It doesn't matter what really happened. It matters what people believe happened. And you know, that's fucking right. I mean, if they believe like the truth, like what really happened, what you would call that the truth, if they believe that, like more or less, you understand? Or if they just believe something completely fucking different, then that is the truth. That's the truth now. I mean, for all intents and, and practical purposes... I don't know. I might do these again. I, I kind of enjoy them. Like when you uh, watch something interesting. Get fucking nailed down. I watched that Bill. It wasn't a whole. wasn't a series. But I watched the Bill W. documentary. The guy who invented Alcoholics Anonymous. That was interesting. Had a lot of his story. You know, I could maybe do a podcast on that. Talk about that. And I will do the fucking Game of Thrones thing. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do the shit that I'm interested in. This is the clay tablet. A lot of it will be comedy, news. I'm going to start doing fragrance reviews. I'm going to be real on them fucking fragrance reviews. You can just guarantee on that shit. Because some of these people get on there and they're just fucking... And I'm, I'm going to talk about real shit. I don't give a fuck. Well, it's like they're just trying to like hit you with a link and then make some money and blah blah and... You know, what's the fucking packaging look like? Like, fuck all that. And tell you to put Vaseline on. That's like it's going to help it to stay on your fucking skin longer. It's helps smell it. Ain't nobody putting fucking Vaseline on. Stop. You know, it's like, is the fucking fragrance worth fucking buying? That's the key to the shit. Get real. Stop it. I'm going to fucking listen to a bunch of damn nonsense about a bunch of baloney. I mean, you see what I'm saying? I do that. I'm going to do sports. I'm going to do college football. NFL, I mean, I'll talk about, you know, big issues in sports, whatever. I mean, I might, like, talk about some golf, like, when it happens. I mean, but I'm not going to, like, be in the grind of it. You know, they got that damn live tour. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I know this is a Mia Farrell podcast. I like that lady. I think she's a legit person. Like, who does, like, real things in this world that have an effect on people's lives that matters. Like, not bullshit. Like, oh, I donate some money to some bullshit charity that, like, where half of the fucking money goes to promotion and conferences. You know, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. 
like doing something to set up a protest so we can go scream in the street. She didn't, I mean, I know she's probably done some stuff like that, but she's also raised a whole bunch of adopted children. Like, like from other countries. I mean, that that's real shit. That's real shit. And I feel bad for the Dylan girl. You know, she's talking about it and she has a breakdown during this. But that's what I mean. I just, I really wish that she could just get past that shit. Just get past that motherfucker. Don't let him have like any piece of your fucking life. Fuck. I, there just has to, I mean, I, you know, I've, honestly, it's like not talking about it and addressing it with her and everybody else. Like, to me, like, if that's how you end up, like, how she is right now, then that's not the way to go about it. Because to me, she should be moved past him. Like, you could still, like, it's, like, still, like, in her affecting her. And I'm sorry, but, like, she's in her 30s, and it happened when she was 7, and it was kind of isolated, and it didn't go on forever, and she was saved. Like, it should not be affecting you on those levels. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want something like that, like, you know, but I mean, it took me a lot, long time to get over the things in my life, like whatever, you know, what they were. You know, it took a while. But the time period, like she should be over it. Like, that's what I mean. Like I, like I got started over 10 years later before I got distanced away from my bullshit. And I was over pretty much everything. I mean... Where I'm not like breaking down, shaking, fucking crazy mad about it, thinking about it. I mean, you know, I don't know. You'd have, like, she didn't get into that. One thing I wish they would have done is like have her as an adult talk about the incident in the attic. Like, like spell that shit out what happened that day. Like they didn't do that. And there is some companion podcasts that I'm going to have to listen to. And I might be able to like add on and have a little, an extra piece it might be like a shorter podcast. I don't know. But I'll have to see whenever I feel like listening to all that shit. I started one of them and I was just kind of like, oh God. You know, because a lot of it's like the making of and how it came together. And they fucking, you know, like they had to get in touch with her and she didn't want to do it. And Mia Farrow was like, you know, uh, good for y'all, but I'm not fucking talking to y'all. And then she's in the whole goddamn thing. I mean, you know, it's just a process. It took them like three years to put this fucking thing together. Like, damn. But anyways. You know, because you might as well do something. Because I, whenever you're watching TV, because I do like documentaries and stuff. Eh, you know. Do a little podcast about it. Should I do a podcast about the, uh, the great pottery throwdown? That's the kind of shit I watch. I like that kind of shit. I don't want to watch dumb shit. Anything with a fucking laugh track, not watching. I was watching like just some old Seinfeld just for a second the other day because it was like on Netflix or whatever it's on now. And I was like, fuck. I mean, it's like, just shit's just not, it's just not really like doing it for me. But you know, that's the, that's fucking growing up in life. It was a thing and it's time with a deal and the, you know, and this and that. But anyway, you know. I feel bad for Dylan. And there's not much more to say. So I'll just have to wrap it up. Clay Tablet Podcast. Alan versus Pharaoh documentary. Part four. I'll listen to the companion podcast at some point. I mean, I'll see how many there are. I'll see if I can get through it. See if there's any 
Because they say there's like more evidence and, and stuff that didn't make it in there. You know, there's more shit in there. So probably, I mean, if there's like, I know there's at least three companion podcasts. I don't know how many they did. There will be at least another like podcast for me, like to talk about like relevant information. But I'll have to listen to them all. I'll probably have to take fucking notes. That's one reason this, I don't think this thing is, I should have watched it again. But see, I can't stomach to watch it again because I'm not going to watch that girl squirm around and be uncomfortable and be sad and have to talk about all this shit and like you know what I mean it's like I don't want to watch that shit again I mean by the time you get to episode four I mean it's just like what are we still talking about now I mean I know why they did it but I mean like it's really not up for discussion I mean everyone's lying and everyone's wrong like that's essentially Woody Allen's like defense like everyone is lying multiple people from family members to girlfriends to people I adopted to babysitters and then and then people like ever like people like psychiatrists and mothers down at the dam you know all the the parents down at Dylan's school thought he was fucking weird like everybody's fucking lying everybody's misinterpreting it the judge thinks you're bullshit i mean you understand like you know what i mean Everyone, except for the people you're paying and that you're in cahoots with. Everyone else, we got, we got social workers. Their reports are bullshit. Like, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, it, it, it really is like to, I mean, you're reaching a level of absurdity when you're trying to deny this shit. So, yeah, you do need to go to fucking Europe and go make movies over there and run and be out of the United States and go be living somewhere else with Suki Yu. While she talks about her shit. Acting like she's fucking Yoko Ono. She thinks she's fucking... She wants to be... She thinks she's Yoko Ono. Well, he's fucking no John Lennon. Quit. I mean, I don't think John Lennon molested children. He might have fucked some young pussy in the day, but, you know. I mean, if you're going to fault a man for that. No, but I'll do what I can. Clay Tablet Podcast. 13th of July. I'll post it at some point.